Hello and welcome to Campus Beat. I'm Dinah Jansen. Coming up on March 28th, the McDonald Institute and Queen's University Office of Indigenous Initiatives is presenting Red Sky Performances Trace with a two-wide seeing astronomers discussion to follow at the Isabel Bader Center for the Performing Arts. Joining us once again in the virtual studio to talk about this event is Dr. Mark Richardson, Education and Outreach Officer at the Arthur B. McDonald Canadian Astroparticle Physics Research Institute, or the McDonald Institute. And we're also joined by Western and Indigenous Two-Wide Seeing Astronomy event speakers, Professor Dave Haynes of Physics, Engineering, Physics, and Astronomy here at Queen's University, and Melanie Demers, Instructor of Indigenous Astronomy from Six Nations and Ray in Aylmer, Quebec. Welcome, everybody. Now, let's start our chat and learn more about the two wide seeing astronomy discussion with Dave Haynes and Melanie Demers that will follow Red Sky Performances Trace that evening. Now, I understand that Elder Dr. Albert Marshall, a leading environmental voice from the Unamaki Mi'kmaq Nation near Cape Breton, said that on the theme of two-eyed seeing, that it is to see from one eye with the best in the Indigenous ways of knowing, and from the other eye with the best in Western ways of knowing, and learning to use both these eyes together for the benefit of all. Starting with you, Melanie, how will your discussion contribute to a fuller understanding of the universe? Our discussion, our discussion on Monday will contribute to a fuller um, understanding of the universe in the sense that I'll be covering Indigenous knowledge, um, which is a more holistic um, land-based and place-based understanding of the universe that is tied to ceremony, culture, um, as well as things like hunting seasons and planting seasons. So I think that kind of understanding and outlook when it comes to Indigenous astronomy will be really beneficial for the audience to understand. So, okay, Dave, what are your thoughts on your discussion with Melanie and its contributions to great, the greater understanding of the cosmos? Well, I'm, uh, I was a person who was raised through the traditional route of uh, the mathematics and physics of, uh, of the subject as I became a professional astronomer. And it's only in recent years uh, through my teaching that I've uh, discovered all of the rich indigenous content that one could put into uh, into the subject as well. And for me, it's been a real eye opener. So the opportunity to get involved in this way and to reflect on how the subject can be enhanced and and, uh, and made richer through indigenous content uh, really appeals to me. So uh, it's been wonderful to uh, have an opportunity to work with Melody and to have her perspectives. And uh, it's continuing to guide some of my own thinking and my teaching as we go forward. Uh, putting it in the context of the uh, the dance we're going to see, I think is going to be wonderful. And I think it'll be a very, very multi, uh, multi-dimensional sort of approach to it that we're all going to benefit from. So I'm quite excited about it. Amazing. Now, now, can you tell us a little bit more about what Indigenous astronomy is as a practice? Yeah, so Indigenous astronomy, uh, I think, would have different definitions depending on who you talk to across Canada. Um, so within the context of different communities, um, as I mentioned, really what is informed by uh, what Indigenous astronomy informs is, um, you know, those cultural aspects. So um, having star stories inform day to day actions that are, you know, occurring inside a given culture. I'm wondering if maybe I can, sorry, <laughs> do you want me to move maybe? <laughs> Okay, <laughs> um, yeah, so Indigenous astronomy really informs 
different aspects um, of actions that are taken um, in the day-to-day -day lives of Indigenous communities in Canada. And I think that there's tremendous diversity when we're talking about what Indigenous astronomy really means. And my perspective is based on the Haudenosaunee um, learnings um, that I had the opportunity to experience in my former work as uh, a former Indigenous astronomy professor at Six Nations Polytechnic, where um, the Haudenosaunee perspective is you know, what I was able to learn more about. So that's what I'd like to share more of uh, is the Haudenosaunee astronomy perspective at this event. Indigenous astronomy is also more holistic in terms of being uh, comprehensive and as we would call it interdisciplinary when it comes to Western institutions. Um, where typically in Western scientific institutions, you can have silos of subject areas. Um, for instance, you can have botany, biology, um, astronomy, whereas when you're talking to an, ind an Indigenous astronomer, um, they'll be able to speak to a lot of those areas um, as they are intertwined together. So when we're talking about, you know, star stories um, affecting planting cycles, um, one person would have that context and know, okay, with this certain um, constellation, now it's time for me to plant um, corn, for instance. So there are cycles in the sky that really inform um, planting cycles, for instance, where we would see those in Western institutions as separate Indigenous astronomers um, inherently consider them together. Great. Thank you so much. And now, can you tell us a little bit more, uh, as someone who has uh, practiced and trained in the Western um, astronomy tradition, how do you define astronomy? Well, astronomy is, uh, some would say it's the oldest science because since time immemorial, people have looked up at the sky and wondered about the relevance of the stars and the heavens to our place here on Earth. And we now understand, of course, that uh, the atoms in our bodies and the, the planet Earth itself and so on, those atoms are created in earlier generations of stars. There's this very deep connection to the, to the universe. We all want to know about origin and evolution and so on. Um, so, so there's that. I think it asks some of the most profound questions about where we come from and what the future holds. Um, what is remarkable is that uh, it's, it's a subject that for um, through the, the Euro, European uh, system has been taught for centuries on very much a mathematics and pure physics basis. And now we're starting to appreciate more and more just how, what benefit there is in having a broader holistic view, which is what we get through the indigenous perspectives, the two-eyed ways of seeing. And that, uh, that I think is going to enrich the subject even further. Okay, thank you. And now can you give us the, the, the highlights of uh, what you might present on Monday? Well, <clears throat> we're going to have a, a very quick summary of how the universe reached its present state from the Big Bang 13.8 billion years ago. And that will be just uh, a very, very quick uh, overview of a, a very complex subject, of course. We'll talk about the uh, how the atoms in our bodies, the calcium in your bones and so on, how those were created in stars and how we now understand that, that perspective. And uh, we're going to talk again a, a little bit about the, just how profoundly mathematics has helped us understand the subject. But there's more to it than just that, as I say. It's the, the two-eyed seeing is a way of, of 
appreciating a, a more holistically the, the broader environment, the human context and uh, and how it all must be seen as part of a whole. We have to think of not just astronomy in its silo or physics in its silo, but a much broader view of uh, science in general and, and the, the human aspect of the subject too. So we'll be talking about those sorts of things. So what aspects of your presentation that you're going to be making, Melanie, uh, excite you most? Can you give us some hints about uh, what you might actually talk about on Monday without, you know, giving it all away? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, so I'm really excited to bring in the Ungwehoe language aspect. So being able to talk about how, um, in my case, Ganyangeha words really influenced my understanding of um, you know, being a Mohawk woman, first and foremost, um, that was something that really got me down this path of, you know, learning the Mohawk language, learning how that connects to astronomy and having conversations um, with my Mohawk teacher at the time, um, in order to inform my understanding of the world around me. And part of that was celestial bodies. So I'm really excited to share that um, with an audience, because I think when we're talking about languages that are endangered um, or dying out, it's really important to just um, be able to revitalize those. And when we're talking about an understanding of the sky, um, the Ganyangeha or Mohawk language really does, um, it really influences that understanding. So that's one thing I'm really excited about. Um, the other is I'll be talking about two Haudenosaunee star stories and how um, those star stories relate to creation, as well as, you know, principles and um, how those stories can be interpreted um, in order to influence us in our day-to-day -day lives. So stay tuned for those. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. I really, I really like how you talked about uh, um, the difference or, or just the difference between the holistic and the siloed approaches to astronomy. I wonder if you can direct our listeners, especially non-specialists out there, to any particular literature you'd recommend where we could learn more about Indigenous astronomy or, or science. Yeah, for sure. Um, in the course that I taught, we recommended that our students uh, follow the Native Science by uh, Kayete textbook. So in order to inform those lectures um, and really understand, you know, the diverse interdisciplinary interconnected nature of Indigenous astronomy, that's a really good book to follow and it also covers different areas um, like biology and plant life um, and how all of those elements work together to inform our understanding. So that's a really good book for any student, I think, to read. Okay, Mark, now over to you. So tell us about TRACE, the Red Sky performance. Uh, what is TRACE? How does it connect with astronomy and Indigenous storytelling and ways of knowing? Yeah, I mean, I don't want to speak too much on their behalf, but Red Sky, so TRACE is a dance performance by Red Sky Performance. Uh, this is an Anishinaabe dance troupe based out of Toronto. And, and Trace is one of their more recent uh, performances that they are, are touring with over the last uh, couple of years. And in particular, Trace is a, a dance kind of interpretation of uh, a number of Anishinaabe uh, sky and star stories. So touching on um, uh, a glimpse of their origin and their future evolution. And so 
uh, Trace is gonna be a fantastic opportunity to really, to see this dance that em embodies the same ideas we're hearing from Melanie and from Dave in that, uh, you know, these ideas of creation, of origin, of the, the earliest kind of moments of the universe and, and where it's going in the future. Okay, so now Mark, what inspired this collaboration between the McDonald Institute and the Office of Indigenous Initiatives? And how did your teams ultimately work together to, with the Isabel to build this great event? Yeah, I think the initial kind of seed of an inspiration came about when Sandra Laron, the artistic director for Red Sky Performance, was featured on the Unreserved podcast last January 2021. And on the podcast, there was a discussion about how so many of us on Turtle Island, North America, um, we, we are very familiar with the sky, you know, just like everybody is familiar to some extent with the sky. Um, but what we're familiar with are very uh, the, kind of the Western constellations, all of which actually have their bases back in kind of Greek mythology. You have the stories of Orion the hunter and the you know the twelve zodiac signs, and you have the um, you have Cassiopeia, and you have the Big Dipper and the Little Dipper and the Big Bear. You know all these stories that I think many of us know. And if you go to an, a planetarium, you're going to hear about those stories. But they're all kind of founded in much more of a kind of the Western colonial settler kind of mythos. And why is that when the culture of people that have been here on Turtle Island way before settlers came have their own stories about, about the sky, their own stories about the constellations. And um, so kind of this initial seed was like, why, why do we not know those stories? We are here on the lands where um, those stories came about. And, um, and you know, there should be an opportunity to elevate those stories and, and, um, and try to get to hear those, those um, yeah, try to hear those stories. So that was the initial idea from this Red Sky, featuring a Red Sky performance's trace being discussed on Unreserved. And we thought this would be a, a, just a fantastic type of event to kind of bring in these two, these two different kind of perspectives, both kind of the, the more Western stories as well as Indigenous stories. And indeed, in looking at some of the Indigenous kind of training and learning that I've been doing, you know, we came across Elder Albert Marshall, his, his framework of two-eyed seeing, of bringing in kind of the best of those both, those two perspectives. And so with that in mind, we reached out from the Institute to the Office of Indigenous Initiatives, kind of telling them about this original idea and thinking about what, what could a final event like this look like. And, um, and so, from there, we started planning this event. And of course, we reached out to Red Sky Performance right away to, uh, to, to see whether or not they would wanna be incorporated into this event. And they were still touring Trace. And so they jumped at the opportunity. And so it was a matter of you know, getting people to speak from all the different, from the two different sides of this kind of two-eyed seeing, as well as featuring other kind of ways of interpreting these stories, these sky stories. And so Trace just is such a natural fit as well. And then of course, mixing with the, uh, the Isabel as a fantastic venue, beautiful location on the lake. They're always so great to incorporate um, or to elevate indigenous stories as well. They, they often have a lot of different indigenous, indigenous programming there. And so all together, you know, these different pieces started working together. And now we have this, you know, culmination, this fantastic event that's gonna be there on Monday. All right, thank you. 
Mark, so uh, break down the logistics for us. Can you tell people uh, where they can find more information, how to get the tickets? Where can we learn more? Yeah, so of course. So the, the best place to find more information and to get your tickets is on the Isabel's own website. So everybody goes to queensu.ca slash the Isabel, T-H-E-I-S-A-B-E-L. And very right at the top, it says featured performances. And the very first link is to the Trace event. It says Red Sky Performance Presents Trace with the two I'd seen discussion to follow. So if you click there, you can, if, if listeners click there, they can find out more information, they can access their tickets. Um, and yeah, they'll, they'll find out all the, the kind of necessary information they need for uh, enjoying the event on Monday. Wonderful. Anything else to add before we close today, Mark? Uh, two things. I would say, you know, you know, so two things I would say first, you know, we recognize this is still a bit of a difficult time for many to still come together. So um, there was a little disclaimer at the bottom that, you know, there's still requirements set in place by Queens about vaccinations and masking, which will be required. And also if there's any kind of barriers to anybody being able to participate um, live and come out, there could be other ways to participate. So People can email outreach at mcdonaldinstitute.ca if they want to inquire about other ways to, uh, to participate. Further, I, you know, I really just do hope that people do have the opportunity to come. I think this is you know, one of the first, certainly one of the first performances I'm going to get to see in the last two years. And I think through there, it's going to be very uh, educational and entertaining. I'm, I'm looking forward. I'm going to have a blast uh, on kind of the educational resources that you, you asked Melanie about. Um, we will also have members of the, the Kingston Library present with their own resources that people will be able to check out um, even right there on the night. And so to continue their learning um, beyond beyond the event. And so I just I, I think it's just going to be a great opportunity for our community and I hope people can can turn out. Amazing. Thank you very much, folks. We've been chatting with Dr. Mark Richardson of the McDonald Institute, Professor Dave Haynes of Physics, Engineering, Physics, and Astronomy, and Melanie Demers, Instructor of Indigenous Astronomy about the upcoming Red Sky Performances Trace with a two-eyed seeing astronomers discussion to follow at the Isabel Bader Center for the Performing Arts on March 28th. Thank you all for joining us. Thanks. Thank you so much, Nana. Take care. Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. Yalla. Thank you for listening to this podcast produced at CFRC 101.9 FM at Queen's University, situated on the traditional territory of the Anishinaabe and Haudenosaunee peoples and brought to you by the generous support of the Faculty of Engineering and Applied Science.